11.39 in the evening here in Metro Manila and welcome back to another episode of Mysterium After Dark. Tonight's episode, for the last time, is brought to you by our friends at mysticcandles.ph and I just wanted to say thank you very much for all the support they've given us this past month. They've been probably one of the best sponsors we've had to work with and if you want to get top of the line manifestation candles made by real manifestors here in the Philippines, mysticcandles.ph is the only place to go. Like them and follow them on Facebook. So, Today we're going to talk about a little bit more tarot survival tactics and I'm going to share with you some things that you can do to prevent endless headaches at a, as a professional tarot reader, okay? So if you boys and girls want to know, I've been doing this for going on 26 years now, all right? And trust me, if it's if it was something that a client could pull on me, they would have pulled it already. I've been through all kinds of experiences with clients from life-changing clients like my favorite client, Joy, God rest her soul, to nightmarish clients that I wish I never had anything to do with, who didn't know the meaning of the word boundaries and who I wish I never met. So let's start off with the first and foremost important thing. Have a very, very clear policy at the beginning of your session. Okay. This can simply be that you have a grace period policy. This could have a limitation policy. But basically what I do is this. Every time somebody schedules a session with me, I always tell them, all right, you're all set. Your schedule is X time tomorrow. Now, I offer a 15-minute grace period, but after 30 minutes, your client or your session is forfeited and your money is pretty much forfeited as well. Now, this is important because if you don't say this, I can almost guarantee you that your clients will consistently be late, leave you waiting, and disrespect your time. And as a result of that, you will give them what we call an NTE, which is called a negative tarot experience. By the time they get there, you're going to be in a pretty bad mood. You're going to be ticked off and they're going to say, this person had a bad attitude. Why did I go to them for a reading? But the problem was with them. So that being said, I always tell my clients in advance about my grace period policy. And if they are one minute late after the 30 minute mark, readings canceled, money's forfeited. Now, secondly, Actually, it should have been the first, but I kind of mixed it up. Sorry about that. Never accept on-the-day payments. Just don't freaking do it. I used to do that all the time. I used to be, oh, yeah, you can pay when you're here. It has led me to nothing but headaches. Why? Because if people don't pay, they're not committed. This is especially true if you are doing with in-person readings. But since it's the pandemic, now everything is prepaid. So that being said, when the in-person readings start as the pandemic goes away, demand that they pay before the session, not the day of the session. All right? I've heard all these kinds of reasons why unprofessional and un cultured clients not show up they give me a bunch of bullshit reasons like oh i'm sorry i forgot i wasn't feeling well or my alarm didn't go off whatever it's cockamamie and it's bullcrap all right it puts you at the loss it makes you feel disrespected and it ruins your day all right so technically speaking if they've paid in advance then basically if they are not there on time they lose their money and that's on them now, you're going to be tempted to be a little bit lenient towards them. Oh, they were only 35 minutes late, not 30 minutes late. Trust me when I say you are setting a precedent towards how your clients will treat you. All right. If they know that if they're late after 30 minutes, they're going to forfeit their reading. I almost guarantee you they're going to be there on time. 
But if they think that, oh, no, there's no money involved anyway, I haven't deposited anything, I haven't committed anything, it's just a tarot reading, they're basically just going to ring, give you the ringer. In other words, they're going to let you wait, they're going to be late, they're going to make you be at their mercy. And you know what? Gone are the times that we tarot readers are at the mercy of the clients, all right? This is not to say we shouldn't treat our clients with respect, but they should, the respect we show them should never be at the expense of our own respect. In my own case, like I said, I give a 15-minute grace period. Why? Because shit happens. And it's completely fine. You're 10 minutes late, you're 15 minutes late. It's okay. It's, you know, it's nothing. 20 minutes late even. But at the 29.59 mark, if you're not there, you lose it. Okay? I've literally had a client walk towards me as I was leaving my office because she was late. I did not turn back and I told her I was very clear about our cancellation policy and our forfeiture policy and you knew it and you didn't honor it okay so that being said does this mean that they can't reschedule sessions of course they can but they can't do it at the last minute all right example if they said okay i have a reading tomorrow at one o'clock fine and they say rob i can't make it at one o'clock it's 10 in the morning can i schedule it for tomorrow no problem but if it's one o'clock and it's tw- and they're Appointment is at one o'clock, but they message you at twelve fifty-five saying they're gonna be an hour or two late. That's just straight up disrespectful. Okay? So that being said, what you tolerate perpetuates with clients. If they know you're strict with your time, they're not gonna fuck around with you. And I'm sorry to use the bad language. Now, number three, very important. For the life of me, do not give unlimited questions okay you are setting yourself up for chaos if you give unlimited questions to clients they are going to milk you dry i personally don't adhere to the time limit readings because i feel that kind of unpersonalizes the reading i like to go with a natural flow sometimes the reading could be an hour it could be 45 minutes it could be an hour 15 minutes it all depends but if I'm going to say unlimited questions for an hour, that makes it kind of awkward because what if they run out of questions? Now they're going to ask stupid questions like, what does my driver think? And then, you know, you're just wasting your energy and you're going to feel violated by doing that. All right. So one of the things that I do is I always tell my clients, if they ask, how long is the reading? I say it's more or less 45 minutes to an hour, depending on what we cover. I remember I had one client, though, who was a little bit of an obnoxious snob because I was reading for her, and for all intents and purposes, it we started at 12, the reading was done at 12.57, all the questions were asked, I said, all right, ma'am, we're done. He said, wait, nope, we still have three more minutes. And I just stared at her, and I said, okay, and I just simply made eye contact at her and looked at her, and she said, what are you doing? I said, well, you want the three extra minutes, right? You have no questions. There's nothing more to discuss. So why are you wasting my time by doing that? So that being said, don't really pin yourself down to the one hour mark because number one, it's going to make you or a time limited mark because it's going to make you be looking at your phone a lot and it's going to make it look like you're just killing time with the minutes. It's better to offer a better quality reading. I like to use lawyers and doctors as an example, like how long is a consultation with a lawyer or a doctor? It depends. It could be an hour. It could be two hours. But at the end of the day, it's better to work with a flexible time scheme. Number four, keep this in mind, okay? Please don't do this. Do not 
accept questions outside of the reading. This is a tactic clients use, okay? What they'll do is after the reading, they'll tell you something like, oh, um, God, Rob, you were so accurate. Yeah, this is this happened. Can you please draw some cards? What's going to happen next? Think about this. You're not getting paid. You're not getting anything out of it. They are simply intruding onto your own time. One of the tactics I do when somebody pulls that, they call me and they ask for a continuation, as we call it. I simply tell them, hey, sorry, but I don't have a tarot deck on me right now. But if you want, we can schedule an appointment for you tomorrow. You got to twist it back towards the professional. Now, some schmucks out there might message you saying, hi, you're a reader. Can I have a free reading, please? Now, if you're doing something like Facebook live readings or something like that, then you can do that. But I find that very insulting because you're wasting your time, energy, and effort to be a tarot reader. And if people are demanding free readings, that's a really messed up um, sense of entitlement they have. So these are just some things for you to watch out for, some survival tactics. And keep this in mind. Always control the reading. All right? Always control it. Do not give the control of the reading to the client because you never know what's going to happen. Some clients will be nice, but other clients will be vicious. Keep that in mind and stay safe, boys and girls.